You're listening to the Hometown Crowd Podcast, part of the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On tonight's episode of Hometown Crowd, our good friend Heather joins us while we discuss huge new contracts for Ezekiel Elliott and Jared Goff. The drama continues for Antonio Brown and the Raiders while we break down the AFC and NFC West. We also have our college football preview as we look at the Power 5 conferences. And finally, playoff baseball kicks off for the Fayetteville Woodpeckers, but not without a little drama. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyard of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. I'm Mac. Be sure to follow us on all social media, at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowd at gmail.com. Tonight we have a special guest with us, our, yeah. good, friend, our good friend Heather Highsmith. Heather, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi! Uh, yeah, I'm Heather. Um... I'm friends with these two losers, and um, yeah, let's do this. Words hurt. Words hurt. My mom said I'm a winner. And you're <laughs> from Louisiana. Oh, yeah. I'm, yep. From Louisiana. Born and raised. Um, We're sorry. Yeah. Y- you know what? Jesus doesn't like ugly, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, so let's dive right in. With some big deals, Zeke and Goff are getting paid. It's about damn time, Jerry. Uh, Zeke finally ends his holdout, signs a six-year, $90 million contract. $50 million of that is guaranteed money, which we talked about a lot about the NFL not having that built in. Uh, he will play in week one. He's the highest paid running back at 15 mil per year, but that 50 million guaranteed money. Yeah, but it's spread out over eight years because it's just an extension. Mm. So, because he still has two years left in his rookie contract. Um, but even then, he's a better overall running back than Gurley. So, yeah, he should be the top, uh, you know, paid running back in the NFL. Now, I think the big kicker of it is. The Cowboys have notoriously lived close to the danger zone with the salary cap for like mm-hmm. 25 years. Uh, how's this going to impact Dak and Amari getting paid? Yeah, and I mean, that's coming up at the end of this year. I mean, those are those are your three core guys. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you justify giving Zeke all of that money, especially with, you know, Goff signed his contract and kind of set a new bar? For quarterbacks, Dak's going to want that money. Whether he deserves it or not, Dak's going to want that money. Yeah, I mean, that's the kicker, though. We've seen it all offseason was quarterbacks are getting paid. They are going to get paid. Now, the what's going to be great is watching Pat Mahomes win his rookie contract. So. That contract's going to be a ridiculous oh, one. Yeah. They might as well just, like, fill up a Banks truck. And just back <laughs> it up. to his house. Yeah. And just, just leave it there. Yeah. Ring the doorbell yeah. and just go. <laughs> uh-huh. Just yeah. I mean, it's just with golf. What kills me is if, if he doesn't have those three wideouts: uh, Woods, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Brandon Cooks. Look at what he did during the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. Like he was shut completely down. Like he did mm-hmm. not look good. He looked uncomfortable. And on top of that, um, you know, Gurley not playing uh, really hamstrung the offense. Yeah. Uh, you had you had that backup tailback that they picked up like literally he was in his it looked like he literally got off the couch to go play. Um you know and had two great games going to the playoffs, but like Todd Gurley is your, you know, your 14 million dollar man, you, you know, a year man and he had what like 20 carries into, you know, in the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game. So if they can't 
get one of those two young tailbacks they have to make that offense kind of hum because the Rams work off play action, it's going to be problematic. And we'll talk about the Rams more a little bit later tonight. We are doing the NFC West preview. Uh, but Goff signed a contract extension worth $134 million and 110 of that is guaranteed money. Uh, I think we should all just go ahead and say thank you, Kirk Cousins, for redefining what redefining it is. Redefining guaranteed money. Exactly. Like, how do you sign a three-year deal for $90 million when you're a 500 quarterback and it's guaranteed? One, I think that's just people in Minnesota are stupid. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that's, like, scientific, but this example says that there's somebody not God, smart, yeah. you know, there, but... Uh, I mean, it's for the players. I think that's great. You know, get that guaranteed money. Absolutely. Uh, but it's it's really going to uh, have an effect on how general managers approach finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you have to have a good one. I mean, look at what the Texans did mm-hmm. um, with their ridiculous deals, uh, trading for Laramie Tunsil from Miami. Who Miami? If you wanted to suck bad, you really just did it. Um, but they give up first round picks to bring on Laramie Tunsil, who's going to be, he's a left tackle. He's going to want money. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. You, and you got to pay the guy who's going to protect the guy you're invested yeah. in. I mean, that, that's well, what, yeah. but that's, that's the problem with not having a general manager. Houston has no general manager right now. Mm. Bill O'Brien is running the show and picking up Laramie Tunsil for all those picks. Like that was a panic move. Like I got this good quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I better do something to keep him on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do you want, Miami? We'll give you whatever you want. And then when it comes time to trade his superstar, he's like, oh, yeah, see, I'll just take a third and a fifth. No big deal. And these two stiffs. Yeah. And it's just like, like, Iraq, or, uh, uh, Mingo, he was getting ready to be cut. He was going to be cut. And they traded him for Jadeveon Clowney. I hate, just get a smart GM, dude. Like, that NFL teams need it. I think this is going to show. Yeah. Speaking of GMs, hey, let's hey. dive into the AFC West. Uh, and Mike Mayock and Antonio Brown getting into their drama. Uh, Brown supposedly threatened to hit Mayock, called him, uh, a, we'll say, a racial slur. Oh, uh, dear. Was that was that confirmed? Uh, the, the rumor I heard is that he called him a cracker. Oh, uh, so Antonio Brown called Mayock a cracker. Yes, and oh. yeah, uh, then threatened to hit Mayock. And the team initially said he was going to be suspended. Today, Antonio Brown apparently gives a tear-filled apology in the locker room, and he will be playing Monday night. I have children. You have children. I do. Do you, do you see a parallel there? I do. Like, you I act do. like an idiot, and you turn on the, the waterworks. Exactly. Now, as it's, a good... It's to t- take the attention. It's a diversion. Yes. It's a diversion. <laughs> but the thing is, as a parent, what do you also do? No, get out of here with that shit. Exactly. And now it's time to be punished. And what did, Mo- what did Mayock do? Nothing. Nope. They did nothing. There was no repercussions for that. Now, I'd like to go, like, up and hit my boss. I'm going to get fired, and I'm not going to get him. You know, I'm done. You know, but... I mean, he completely... I mean, Mayock has to go at this point. You can't keep him. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what does this do for Oakland at this point? What what difference does A.B. make on that team? Well, he's the only decent wideout they have. <laughs> 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 I mean, Antonio Brown got into the league. Like, he came from a small school, and he lived off his work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like, he was always the last guy out there catching a football. He's the guy running routes. He's the guy with his nose in the playbook. And, and just, now it feels like he's he's perfectly fit for hard knocks. He's yeah. bringing the drama that they want. No, no. You want drama, go watch The Bachelor. Okay? Like, if you want 
if you're watching Hard Knocks, yeah, I want to see like the teammates get into it because they've literally spent like a month with each other. And let's exactly, face it, exactly, and they're just ready to kill each other. Yeah, time. you know, I want to see that kind of intensity, but I don't want to see who's supposed to be the next building block in your move into Vegas losing his mind. Like we're watching mm-hmm. it unfold. Uh, you know, pretty I, much on live TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not allowed to wear the helmet I want because, and the only reason I don't want to wear it is because. Or the only reason I want to wear it is because this other helmet that I have to wear, the safe one that's going to keep my brain intact, looks stupid. You know? I mean, it's like... I mean, is this brain intact at this point? I, I don't know. But, you know, and then the... That's questionable. Yeah. The, <laughs> the threats of retirement, like, because I can't wear my helmet. And then, you know, him posting up the the memo saying, hey, man, you missed practices, you know, under the collective bargaining agreement, you're, we're allowed to dock X amount of pay. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this is all stuff that, you you know, you're told going into the season. Yeah. Like, you know what's coming. And I think I read that... This incident is going to cost, could cost him up to like $29.1 million in guaranteed money. Jesus. Well, they, like, vo- are they going to avoid his contract? There was talk of it. Um, because of the suspension and all of that, I'm not quite sure how it all comes into play, but it was at risk. <sighs> Dude, uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not throwing away $29,000 guaranteed, let alone $29 million. Right? That's just me, though. Well, I mean, for me, like, that's fuck you money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like, but I mean that, you know, like, because I can buy the stupid shit that I want to buy. Yeah. But he's literally being like, fuck you <laughs> to money. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, I mean, that, that that's the thing, though. It's like, he's the only breakaway threat on the Raiders. Um, and this is a stacked division. Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to suck. Uh, you know, sorry, Raiders fans. It's not a good team. Um. I, I, well, you know what I say about the Raiders, right? Fuck the Raiders? Well, that, but the Raiders are where quarterbacks go to die. Yes. Uh, that used to be Cleveland. Well, it's... <laughs> congratulations. It's not <laughs> you anymore. We're turning the team, yeah. the hey, city around. You're, you're turning the tide, <laughs> yeah. yes. But so. I mean, the thing is, Derek Carr has never looked comfortable since Gruden's got there. Mm-hmm. And then look, look at before Gruden took that job, he talked up Nate Peterman for that whole season. All he needs is that good coaching, you know. He put the grimace on his face. Nate Peterman's this athletic specimen. And then look Nate what Peterman's happens. your favorite person in the world. I hate this him. man. I hate him. <laughs> because I can throw five interceptions in a game. Where's my contract? I'll tell you what. Don't even block. I'll just throw it to the first guy moving. I, you know? Yeah. I, I think after Zeke and AB, Nate Peterman has had the most mentions on this show. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we're the, only six episodes in. <laughs> but the thing is, is he brings him on this season. And it's like, dude, if I'm Derek Carr... Even if I know I'm more athletically gifted, I know the playbook, I'm probably a much smarter quarterback because I don't throw five interceptions in a game. Um, but my head coach, who has never really been sold on me, brings in this bum. And that's what Peterman is. He's a bum. you know. And it's not like Carr had a bad year last year. He just didn't go downfield because what is Gruden known for? The West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. You know, those dink and dunk passes. That's not the NFL anymore. No. You know? I did like... The draft picks they, they that they mm. racked up those first rounders, because um, you're plugging holes that you need, especially after you move Khalil Mack, which I still don't know how he justifies that to the Raiders fan base. Um, but they have to hit on these draft picks. They have to hit. This yep. can't be like when Al Davis was the owner, the general manager, the CEO, and and probably one of the you know and the assistant coach. You know, like he, you can't have those swings and misses on first round picks going into Vegas. And this is their last year in Oakland. Yes. Where do they end up? Uh, dude, this is this is an awful team. Uh, <laughs> I see them going five and eleven. They're not good, um, and I 
I don't like the offensive line I, outside of Brown. I don't like the receivers. Carr, I think, is going to have a, you know, I don't see him making it to Vegas, honestly. I can see Gruden just, at season ends, you know, they're we're, packing we're up the locker on. room and mm-hmm. we're done. And I'll yeah. get, I'll go draft my own guy because, like we said, Moyoc's gone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, let's, let's head to the Mile High City. Joe Flacco's the QB in Denver. Uh, <laughs> coming out of Baltimore where he was replaced by Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, we've expressed our thoughts on Lamar Jackson and whether or not he actually has potential or not. Love you, Lamar. Uh, but does, And they've got a strong defense. Denver's got a, a at least a quality defense. Yeah. They're wasting it by letting John Elway make picks. <laughs> but I, I like the draft that the Broncos had this year. Uh, Noah Font, that tight end out of Iowa, you know, we saw him a lot in the Big Ten. Yep. He can stretch a seam. I, you know, it's a little early to say he's Gronk-esque, but the talent's there. He could do it. We got our hometown uh, guy on defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones. I think that was a smart pick in the third round. But, I mean, the one we really have to watch is Drew Locke. Um, that second round pick to be the Denver Broncos quarterback of the future. And let's face it, Elway swung and missed on this one like every single year he's been in charge. Uh, Paxton Lynch, ring a bell. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. He brought His in, name popped up recently. Where is he? This he just got cut by Seattle. That, that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> you know, we saw Case Keenum take snaps last year. Uh, Trevor Simeon, we all remember the very, very undersized uh, wiener from Northwestern. That looked like he should be like in a law library taking snaps uh, for the Broncos. Um, I mean, he's just had retread after retread back there. So this is a big deal. And the thing is, right now, there's only two active quarterbacks on the roster because Drew Locke's injured. Mm. Uh, (laughs) They got Brandon Allen from Arkansas. And uh, I was going to ask Heather, uh, do you remember him at all? Not really, no. Yeah, he didn't seem memorable. No. Uh, (laughs) No. You know, but they, they do have Philip Lindsay. Uh, he's, you know, he undrafted coming out of Colorado who had a great year last year. I picked him up in a fantasy draft. Um, but the thing is, is Flacco can't throw a deep ball anymore. <laughs> um, he hasn't had the nerve issues, the back issues, the shoulder issues uh, that Peyton had. So you get it when his, mm-hmm. you know, his, his ability to throw downfield like tapers off. It's just right. like Flacco forgot how to throw a long ball. Um I don't see him making it through the season. <laughs> but and where does Denver? I mean, up? it's seven and nine. The defense is good, um, but I mean, they better hope that Flacco can at least make it eight games. <laughs> Otherwise, Drew Locke will get killed. Uh, last year, Kansas City played what I describe as Big Twelve style ball. Oh yeah, uh, all offense, no defense. You could also say that's Pac twelve ball too. Uh, yeah, Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes posted numbers that looked straight out of college ball. In fact, I think they were almost identical to what Haskins put up last yeah. year. Fifty touchdowns, five thousand yards. That's college football. Mm-hmm. Um, but can that take them all the way this year? They they fell to the Patriots in the championship. Well, I mean, let's face it. I'm going to tell you this as the Pats representative here. Uh, pick against Belichick at your own risk. The guy can scheme for anybody. Um, and that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, but the defense let him down in so many games. But they did get Frank Clark from uh, Seattle, which is going to be good uh, as an edge rusher. And then Tyron Matthew. Yeah, that's the right, Badger. That's right. um, but I, I we need to stop making LSU references with an LSU <laughs> fan here. But I mean, she's right it. though. 
the thing is, he's kind of gotten passed around like a blunt mm-hmm. because... Which he, is, you know, you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> but, I mean, he starts not out... Not without merit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not without merit, I know. That's why I said I'm just... just but he, you know, he starts out in Arizona and plays above his position. They're like, we can't pay you. So then they move him, you know, and or they cut him, and then he signs in Houston. And then he played, he played well mm-hmm. for that defensive system. And they just, he's one of those guys, he's not big enough to play safety and he's too small to play corner, but he does, he can cover the field really well. Yeah. Um, and he tackles well for a defensive oh, yeah. back. Yeah, he does. Um, he's not, he's not above getting in there. And that's another big knock on him is the injury history. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the thing is, I, that's going to be a real big boon because Casey's defensive backfield after they moved Marcus Peters was just yeah. go ahead and give us the hood again mm-hmm. because it was bad, you know? Um, but I, I, you know, they're doing the running back by committee like they did after they cut Hunt last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they got Shady. And Shady in a small dose in this offense I think will be good. Um, playing in Buffalo with that offense, which essentially should have been like the Army option last year, um, <laughs> that probably would have paid off a little better. Uh, you know, but I have a big issue with how is Tyreek's Hill sh- offseason shenanigans going to transfer into – the regular season, yep. but he just signed a contract extension himself, three years, 54 mil. Um, so, I mean, it's it, the weapons are still there because you still got Travis Kelsey as well. The offensive line's good, defense has improved. Um, but, uh, I mean, this team's gonna win the division. I just don't think anybody else is good enough to catch him, and I can see him winning 13 games. Their closest challenger is gonna be the Chargers, the, the best team nobody watches, right? <laughs> right. Uh, LA's had to deal with the Melvin Gordon holdout, but they, the team's got a lot of talent. Yeah, and, I, I mean, honestly, I think what's going to hurt most is losing Derwin James. Yeah, Derwin James is a game changing safety. Um, he broke his foot and he's out until at least week eight. Yeah, uh, you know where do you replace that? Uh, but like, how, I mean, how, it's how, how do you fortunate that they're in the West? Yeah, how, how do you feel about holdouts? Like, do you think these guys should be holding out, or, or do you want to see him on the field? know because it's chargers money (laughs) (laughs) and so like i don't know i guess i feel like like you're you're there like you you spent you know your entire life getting yourself to this level Mm -hmm. i mean yes i mean yes okay it's the chargers i got it but at the same time but you know you've worked your ass off to get there so it's kind of like I understand, like, wanting to protect yourself and to reward yourself for what you think, you know, for the amount of effort that you've put into it. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, you know, you're still here to do a job. Yeah. And so you need to... And you are, but on the flip side of that, NFL players' careers are short. We talked about they're, what, 2.3? Average average NFL career is 2.3 years. 2.3 years. So you got to get your money when when you can True, but that but again, then that means you also need to be on the field as much as you can too. Yeah, and that's probably so, the biggest knock against Gordon is he's injured a lot. Yeah. Um, and th- there's also another knock. He's a Wisconsin running back, which means you carry the ball 86 million times a season mm-hmm. because they only like to throw no more than 12 passes a game. You're pretty much worn out by the time yeah. you get to the NFL. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. But it is, uh, you know, but they it is just a good all around team mm-hmm. it really is and that's why i kills me is that when they when you heard the right hey the rams charter both moving to la i'm like where are they gonna play yeah right and then you hear well the Chargers are gonna play in one of the la soccer stadiums i was like 
oh man, that's bad. Oh dear. Okay, and then you've got all of San Diego pissed, and they're like, yeah, I'm not traveling to LA to go see these games. And they, I think what killed me was during the second home game, I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And you heard more, like, you hear the PA guys, like, hey man, give it up for the Chargers. And like all the opposing fans, like, drowned out, like the four Chargers fans over there. <laughs> um, and you know, and they were blacked out more often than not because yeah. they're they only get put in twelve thousand seats. Mm-hmm. They're only twelve thousand fans in a twenty thousand seat stadium. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I, I the Chargers got a like I said, it's it's the best team. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. You know, the Rams at least have a background in LA, mm-hmm. but the Chargers it's just like Ugh, I don't know, man. But I mean, this, this is a wild card team. I really think this is going to be a wild card team. Uh, and they'll probably go eleven five. Like, See, I feel like the way that you're describing them is like a piece of like IKEA furniture. So like they have all of these really great pieces, but you can't understand the directions. <laughs> you, you know what they're gonna be, right? They're gonna be that wild card team who has to face the AFC uh, South. Yeah. Who's gonna send a seven and nine, eight, 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 eight nine and seventeen, nine mm-hmm. and seventeen, and they're gonna have to go on the road. Yep. At yeah. 11, and se- uh, 11, 11 and 5. 5. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's why there's talk of expanding the playoff field and cutting back on the amount of uh, preseason games. Mm. Uh, that's the only way you're going to see more like actual games played. You'll never see an 18-game season. I think the players are way too smart for that now. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to like kill themselves. Uh, but like playoffs, okay. You, know? you think maybe more of like uh, how hockey does it? Well, I mean, the thing is, the NFL, if you look at percentage-wise, that's the smallest percentage of teams that go to the playoffs Yeah, out of the big four. I mean, well, the, the NHL, you've got your, your division. You, so they only have two divisions. Yeah, yeah. But you have your division playoffs where you're playing within the division, and then you go into— No, I, I think you'll, just, you'll probably just see four wildcard teams. Okay. You know, I mean, there's no—why mess with it? You got your four division champs. Four yeah. wildcard teams. Still, that's that's fifty percent, which is yeah. Well, what you know, what I was saying is maybe NHL's been doing that for like fifteen years. <laughs> what I was saying is maybe your wild card round or your division round, whatever you want to call it, is the number one and number two teams in your division play, and then move on. Well, I mean, or or they just do teams. so. AFC North one but, plays AFC North two. No, and I, th- AFC I think West you'll see or one and two sit, and the wild card teams will just play each other, mm-hmm. kind of like what they do in Major League Baseball with that bullshit. You know, wild card game. Yeah, it's not a series, bro. You get one game to get in <laughs> to go get shellacked by the Astros. On the other side of LA, we've got you know the Rams, the Rams. and we talked about the contract that Golf just signed. Yeah, uh, they're coming off a Super Bowl loss, and do they bounce back? Well, and how how well do they? As I've put in our show notes, there's only been one team in the last 25 years to come back from a Super Bowl loss to win it the next season. Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Patriots. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Sorry. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but they still have Aaron Donald, who is hands down probably the best defensive player in the NFL, uh, and he looks like a six foot four incredible Hulk. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, I also think a lot depends on that defensive backfield with Aqib Tlaib, who's kind of getting up there in age mm-hmm. for your cornerbacks. And then Marcus Peters, if he can play a little more disciplined, uh, because the dude can pick off a ball anywhere, but he's also going to give up like 70-yard touchdown passes. Like, that's just what he does. He's he's all or nothing. Um, and on top of that, like uh, you know, I was saying earlier, they, got, they literally have probably the best wide receiver trio mm-hmm. with Woods and Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. Um Former Saint. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. Yep. Former Pat Brandon Cooks. 
<laughs> not, not a former Brown. <laughs> He's got ties to both of you guys. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is teams struggle coming back from uh, losing the Super Bowl. But McVay's been out front about it. He's like, I cost us the game. It wasn't the mm-hmm. players. I, I got out coached. Yeah. And I'm sorry, dude, you're 14. That's why you got out coached. Yeah. I mean, and you it's know. Belichick. Yeah. I, no one schemes like Bill. I, 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 I hate to give the guy credit, but he's a quality coach. It's it's very quality. He says quality. I that's that's as much as I'm willing to give Belichick. Yeah. Listen, he sounds uh, like me with Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's a quality coach, and it's very easy to get out coached by Belichick. Saban, Saban brought you guys a title. <laughs> Still don't like it. Okay, fair enough. fair enough. But I mean, a lot of it depends on Gurley's knee. If if he's not up to snuff and they can't work off play action. That offense is going to get really one-dimensional. And when the Rams get behind and they have to throw, the Super Bowl can sh- like showed you this is how you scheme to beat them if they're just throwing the ball. Yeah. You know, so – but, I mean, I still think they won the division. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a really good team. And, again, they have Aaron Donald, who is probably one of my favorite players. Yeah. Uh, but I can see him winning 12 games. Okay. Uh, with the first pick this year's draft, uh, the Cardinals took Kyler Murray out of Oklahoma. I don't want to talk about him. They uh, suck, and I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I lovingly refer. Uh, I I call Arizona that's LSU West <laughs> <laughs> because they had Patrick Peterson and Tyree Matthew at the same time. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say LSU probably could beat the Cardinals this year. Uh, yeah, they brought in Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I don't get it. New quarterback. Um, I don't. New coach. I don't get the Kingsbury thing. I don't understand the love. I mean, he's great. He's got a beautiful chiseled face. He really does. He's a handsome man. <laughs> and and that's what you want in your but your football coach. Sucked in college. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Leach left him the blueprint. This is how you win at Texas Tech. Don't mm-hmm. worry about playing defense. Throw for a bajillion yards. Mm-hmm. Well, Kingsbury couldn't keep up with the offensive. K- you know the the cadence of the game. Now things were changing, and his defenses were even worse than under Leach. You know, and he, 35 and 40 record. Like, how is that an NFL worthy, you know? It's like, hey, you know, you know, Mac, we heard you on a podcast. You want to go run my NFL franchise? Fuck yeah, dude. You know, like, yeah, I have no credentials to do it, and neither does Cliff. But you could probably do it better than Cliff. Yeah, I know I could probably do it better than Cliff. I hate Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I don't, I don't like the Arizona franchise. Uh, the guy they had before, uh, Kingsbury, got one year, mm-hmm. and then they fired him. They keep the GM that hired him. Um, do you have the Browns? Follow that same strategy, and it didn't yeah, pay but, off for us. No, no. Um, but then, you know, last year they drafted Rosen, first overall pick. Well, we put him behind this crap offensive line. David Johnson's really not that healthy. Uh, Let's I, trade him. Yeah, you know, and they, they trade him for nothing, and then they go into reset mode again. Like, it, it just mm-hmm. makes no—there's no directional path for this franchise, and I hate Arizona. Um, I get it. Yeah, but I, I like Christian Kirk. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think those are two really good pieces that Kyler Murray is going to have to throw to. But he looked like, I mean, I hate to say it, him or dog shit during the preseason. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't look good outside of that very first se- uh, series he played. Do you think it was nerves? I, I just, I think it's going to be, that's going to be the the picture of the season, him playing behind a really bad offensive line. You're probably going to see him running a lot. Yeah. Um, just trying to survive. Uh, and defensively, like Peterson suspended the first six games mm-hmm. for uh, steroids, which kind of shocked me because the dude's like a vegetarian. Like yeah. he's got, you know, yeah. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I mean, I still like the dude, man. He's like one of the top players at his position. 
Um, but I mean, this is going to be a bad team. I mean, honestly, I can see him getting another top two pick next year. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've got them at what three and thirteen? Three and thirteen. It's, I think it's, that's the same prediction you gave Miami. Yeah. Uh, so uh, is that Tua and Herbert right there? Is I mean, Arizona? And- I, no, I think Arizona is going to sit there on Murray because Cliff Kingsbury's got a crush on him. Um, but like they're going to have to to like I don't think you see a running back go that high just because like Zeke was one of those fluke mm-hmm. things and it's Jerry so he kind of does what he wants. Um but you know a left tackle, a pass rusher, something. Yeah. I mean honestly if I'm looking at it from the Cardinals right now, I know I'm going to suck and there's nothing I can do to fix it. I'm trading down, trying to get as many picks as mm-hmm. I can to plug as many holes as I can because Kyler Murray is not a big dude. Yeah. If he takes a beating, like that's that, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's going to end up on the bottom of Aaron Donald's sneaker one day, and then that's mm-hmm. all she wrote. Heading back to the Bay, we've got San Francisco. They took our homeboy, uh, Nick Bosa, number two. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G's under center. Uh, that's not a good thing. But can they compete with the Rams and the Seahawks? No. No. Uh, I mean, John, not Lynch, at all. John Lynch has got... I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I've been pleasantly surprised at the former player who's done a pretty good job as a general manager um, because typically they don't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're, they're just not good at evaluating talent. I've, I've liked what he's done, but like he's, he's kind of struck out on Solomon Thomas, that defensive tackle from Stanford, who's done nothing uh, so far. Um, Jimmy G looked good in those five games for San Francisco, mm-hmm. but he blows out his knee. And then I don't know if you guys watched any San Francisco during the preseason – he looked terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, when that pocket collapsed around him, like, he was visibly flinching. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't look comfortable back there. Yeah. And I know that hits every quarterback coming back from any injury, you know, or, or it could be any kind of injury. Um, but you can't have that. Uh, you know, I he, think he built a pretty good rapport with some of those receivers. Um, they're good, but not great. I really like uh, Matt Breda, you know, another out of nowhere running back who kind of snapped off for over, you know, almost not a thousand yards and that's going to be good. But I mean, Niners fans, <laughs> you know, under Harbaugh were, I mean, I'm not going to say they were as obnoxious as Raiders fans always, but <laughs> you know, they were winning. They were going I mean, to the Bay area. Yeah. They were going to NFC conference championship games and going mm-hmm. to Super Bowls. And you know, you had the eighties, early nineties uh, Niners. So they're used to winning, even though they've had just, uh, you know, volume amounts of suck in between. You don't think they're back there? Yet? No. I, I just, there, there's more work to be done with that franchise. But is the owner going to give him time? Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan, it, you know, is a good offensive mind. But if he doesn't have the players to to really carry out his system, it's it's not going to end well. Uh, so, I mean. How I, much does Bosa make a comeback? I mean, he was injured last year with Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, and, he, and he's injured already. Yeah. Like, he's he's listed as a. Uh, you know, number two on a three deep. So, I mean, in, unless he does like Joey did where he came back and like had an immediate impact on the game, I mean, that that's going to be an issue because again, Lynch has struck out with Solomon Thomas. He strikes out with, with Nick Bosa. It, like, it's not like he won't have a job long. Yeah. Call me if you fire him. <laughs> but I mean, that that's a six one team. And let, let's wrap up our West preview. Seattle, Russell Wilson's probably the best mobile quarterback in the game. I, I wouldn't even call him mobile. I just think he's smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now he's got 
the most fit human alive to throw to. Yes, DK Metcalf. Uh, um, how close is the gap between them and LA? I mean, I don't think it's far off. I mean, I, I, honestly, sitting here now on paper, Seattle's got a much better defense. Mm. Uh, you know, we went through those Legion of Boom years. Yeah. They kind of had this weird transition, and now... And now they got Clowney. Yeah, and Bob, well, Bobby Wagner's even more important to that yeah. for me. Uh, he's just a tackling machine. And, uh, like, Clowney... Um, He's going to be across, you know, the line from Ziggy Ansah. Mm-hmm. And when Ziggy Ansah's healthy, he's a game changer. So, I mean, that's going to be great there. It's going to take a lot of pressure off the uh, defensive backs. Um, and on top of that, you have a strong defense. You don't have to have Russell Wilson thrown it 40 times a game. Um, they, I think Rashad Penny, who was their first-round pick last year out of San Diego State, really needs to turn it up because uh, he didn't do dick last year. Um but, I mean, if they can get that ball, like, they, they've actually got a good offensive line now. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's not running for his life anymore, mm-hmm. which is nice. But I, I really like the the clowning pickup. Like, that's going to change a lot. He's probably one of the best run stuffers in the game. And it's a wild card. Yeah, def- definite wild card team at 11-5. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just they're too good to not get in the playoffs. Yeah. I want to take a short break. Let me fill my water. Okay. Right. College football. All right. Let now our big college begin. preview. Um, let's start in the ACC. We've talked about how the playoffs, it's really just two open slots. Okay, first off, I'm going to go ahead and just stop us there. Put it in quotes. It's not a real fucking playoff. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big fan. Of it. Like, like I'm, I'm glad that they finally did go to a playoff system. It needs to be bigger. It needs to be bigger. It, like, I get it. The first couple of years, you know, you're kind of working the kinks out and all of that. But, like, all right, we've done that. So, let's expand it just a little bit more. I will never call it a playoff until people aren't picking the tees. That's fair, too. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair, too. Because that's not a real playoff. What about hybrid? Somewhat picking, somewhat... No. No? No. My... My... my uh. My idea has always been you do the five power five champions, and then you do two best of the rest and one group of five. Oh no, no! Mm-hmm. That, that that's the way I've always no, thought I mean, of it. Dude, no, two look, wild cards and a group of five. Every to round other out sport in the universe, including probably fucking Quidditch, mm-hmm. okay, has a playoff. A Which I'm talking playoff. about going. There is a Quidditch World regional Cup? finals in. Goldsboro this oh my year. God, Tim. And Karen and I are talking about going. Bird alert. <laughs> not, Bird alert. not news, even to our it's fans. It's not. No, no, it's not. No. Uh, that is, that's but, not breaking news. But I mean, every sport has a real playoff where the, it does, the, your yeah. conference champs go and they play. Mm-hmm. And, and let's face it, some conferences get blown out every yeah. year. You know, you, oh, yeah. There's nothing you do to stop that, but they're still there. Yeah. Give them the chance to play. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, Boise State surprised us for what, like 10 years? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh man, they won again. This is a big shot. No, dude, they've been beating up on everybody yeah. for a decade. You know? Right? Yeah. Did they just take down Florida State last week? No. Or was it Florida State pulled that one out? No, 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 no. So, um, She's Florida State, like, they were, I, I, for a very small moment of time, was like, all right, Florida State, like, okay, you're doing something. And I don't, I maybe as soon as I put the thought out into the universe, <laughs> Boise State heard it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boise and State beat Florida State. Yes, they did. 
and just came back. Yeah, but and it, just yeah, it was the way they did it. Right, it was the way yeah. they did it, and and Florida State looked like the dumpster fire we all know and love. <laughs> well, let, let's let's face it, and we'll talk about this. Florida teams this year are trash. Well, that's Florida is that's not worthy of the of the, the number eight preseason. She and I are on the same boat there. Yeah. <laughs> Florida is not worthy of the Florida. number eight preseason ranking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Miami. Don't even get me started. Have you seen that they don't even have they don't have the turnover chain anymore? No. It's rings. Oh. And it's knuckle rings. It's knuckle. Well, is that the, is Florida rings. State hasn't been relevant since Jameis. Okay. Okay. Wow. So. Here, here's here's what kills me. If you guys like, I like I'm a sports writer in training, so this is all I do, really. Mm-hmm. But there was a really good article on Ble- Bleacher Report that talked about Jimbo Fisher went scorched earth when mm-hmm. he was there. Yeah. Okay, like I'm gonna win at any cost. My he had a ton of players get suspended, you know. Yeah. And and he did, he won. Mm-hmm. But when things got bad, he dipped. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out how A and M was just like, hey man, this guy's great. No, you know, there's yeah, Jimbo exactly, Fisher for yeah. me. All right, and then he leaves, you know, Willie Taggart, who's, you know, coming home, and people are frustrated. Well, you you missed, you know, you uh, screwed up the, you know, the bowl thing, you know, mm-hmm. 30-something years going to a bowl. Dude, that team's not good. Yeah. Jimbo did not recruit well at the end. No, he didn't. You know, and I'm sorry, but I'm, Willie Taggart, you know, got his start at smaller schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, if memory serves correct, it was uh, Western Kentucky. He started like yeah. the Hilltopper yeah, 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 Renaissance, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Uh, and first off, shout out to Western Kentucky, who has a new coach every year, and they still win like eight to ten games. Yeah, it's just, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's something in the water there. Well, and, and locally too, though, like people are really excited about Matt Brown being back at UNC. Yeah, right. I mean, and, and UNC beat South Carolina. Yeah, that not that South Carolina is peak SEC. No, but anymore. I mean that's a that's a big game for here. But yeah. I mean, and so yeah, and and let, let's look at the first half in Duke, Alabama. Duke oh was holding. God, the, oh, I know. I thought. I thought maybe gonna, for a second, Alabama felt was was no, human for I'll a second. No, for a second. No, um, I, I, I'm going to compare that to the Conor McGregor, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight. They were toyed with and then put away when the yeah. when it was good. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's not say that they had a puncher's chance because Connor had no shot at beating Floyd. But, but I, I think we're all kind of under the opinion. This is Clemson's conference. Oh, yeah. Oh, Clemson's yeah. going to take it. Clemson we, is going to take it. But I do have a team to kind of watch. Who's that? Virginia. 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 Because Virginia is apparently making money moves off in the background. Yeah. And so... I haven't heard much about them well, this I mean, year. Bronco Mendenhall's done a good job at Virginia. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, like, Virginia has a lot of the academic, the strict academic uh, requirements that, you know, maybe not Duke or Stanford, but, like, mm-hmm. right under there. So yeah. you you have to get nerds that can play. Yeah. Um. So, and he was really good at BYU, mm-hmm. too. Um. I mean, I'm not surprised at that. But, but just everything, yeah, everything I've been reading lately, just about college football in general, they were like... Watch, watch Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. I mean, Virginia's Virginia been gonna... screaming for to win at something. Something, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, but uh, apparently, like I said, they're just doing it very quietly in the background, and then all of a sudden, they're going to burst through, and everybody's going to be like, "Where the fuck did Virginia yeah. come from?" Yeah, I mean, and they're going to be like, "No, we've been doing this for a while." Yeah, outside of Clemson, I don't like any team in the ACC. Um, Virginia Tech's down. I'm, yeah, I really think that unless Fuente can put up. 
nine, ten wins this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think they give him much longer than that. Yeah, probably not. Um, and then when you look at Duke, like Cutcliffe is, he's always going to win seven, eight, nine games. Yeah, uh, he's that good of a coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, he got Daniel Jones draft in the first round for kind of a while, but. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, Clemson, <laughs> yeah. it's Clemson's conference. Yeah. Who, who's who's coming out of the other division? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say who cares because yeah, it's a because it's Clemson. Because yeah. it's Clemson. Yeah. It's, like, it's a like sacrifice. Nobody land. is on that yeah. is on that level. I mean, Syracuse played them tough last year. Yeah, they really did. Yeah, and but there's always that one game. There is that always that one game. You know, that you think they're human. Yeah, and I like Dino Babers as a coach. I really think that mm-hmm. if if Clemson is the cream that you know the creme de la creme in the ACC and there's a big drop off Syracuse is right underneath yeah um like it just pits two up and down um, yeah they're not consistent no and then mm-hmm. I mean Carolina yeah get get jacked about beating the doormats that are the Gamecocks um but a few years ago that would have meant something <laughs> dude a few years ago Will Muschamp was there and no it wouldn't have meant shit <laughs> no, it okay. Um, no, and now if they had beat like the old ball coach, then yeah, yeah it would have meant yeah. something. I mean, when, when when South Carolina was winning nine, ten games, yeah. and they were fighting for the SEC East, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, but they're office, you know, offensively like challenged down there now. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, like I'm I'm not on the Mac Brown train. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a long layoff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great that he's dancing in the locker room and he's giving people turnover belts like their WWE titles. <laughs> like that's great. Yeah, but. And it pisses Miami off. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is he's got to go out and recruit younger kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the offense looked okay. Yeah. It didn't look really that strong. And that's the thing. Carolina's problem has never been scoring points. It's been stopping people. Points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You played an offensively deficient team and you couldn't, like, I, I you know, I, it, it's not, Tar Heel yeah. football, which is a joke to begin with. Yeah. But. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, I don't feel bad about it. Uh-uh. But yeah, definitely Clemson is the yeah. the, the horrible bully on the block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's head out west, where I think it's the most open conference of the of the Power Five. Um, Pac twelve. Boo. <laughs> Oregon. Although Oregon would have had my vote. Uh, to win this conference, but that Auburn game. This is a real audio, you know, venue <laughs> format. But Heather's over here like, dancing. Dance! Oh my god, she's uh, pumped. Utah's a popular pick. Washington, Washington State, and Stanford are all ranked. Yeah, I. Um, it, it feels open. It it does. It it really does. Um, Washington State is looking hella improved well, it, over the last what. Like, you, Three, yeah, do, four seasons. They come out of nowhere. But, they, do, but do you see what they did, though? Mike Leach learned, we have to play defense. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because he's, like right he's in his seventh year there. Um, they were 11-2 and two last season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, because I, I remember 10 years ago when I was like, Washington State, seriously? You yeah. know, because they were, you know, they were anything. Yeah, they, right. They after after Ryan nothing. Leaf left, they just fell off the they cliff. They fell off yeah. the cliff, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so, but I don't I don't see them taking the conference, but I do see them going bowling again. Yeah. I mean, I think oh, the, big, the biggest thing for, the for Washington State. The fifth straight State, year. Yeah. The fifth straight year. The so, biggest yeah. thing for Washington State is going to be replacing Minshew mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, him and the stash. You know, just yeah. kind of owned, uh, what is it, uh, I don't know where it's at, but, like, that small podunk town it's in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Every, everybody's running around with a fake mustache, and I'm like, one, that's that's a great bit of marketing. It is, but. Well, um, the second, well, I, in, 
we all know that the second best thing about Washington State football right now is the Mike Leach press conference. Yes. <laughs> that he gives. Like, I don't usually care about press conferences, but, like, his is, like, that's that train wreck TV where you're just like, what is he going to say? What is... What's happening here? Yeah, it's like so, the MTV after school reality shows in like the late 90s. Yeah. You know, where you like got on a bus and you went on a date or something mm-hmm. and they're like interviewing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like, holy shit, Mike, what are you talking about? But, <laughs> yeah. All right. You know. So this is a conference that's been shut out of the playoffs since the first year. They made it the first year. Oregon lost to Ohio State in the championship. Since Mariota left Oregon, the Pac-12 hasn't been in the playoffs. They haven't been good. It has. It's not a good conference. Can no, they get back not. this year? No, no. I don't think so. No. But I mean, I I think I think Washington will take. You think so? Yeah, I think Washington will take the conference. Um, just based on how they've looked the last couple of seasons, especially last season. Yeah. They really. Yeah, they lost good. what like one game down the stretch. That kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, they they really to me, I feel like have set themselves apart yeah. from everyone from. Oregon and, and USC and all of that. Yeah, I think uh, there was a big shift, though, from, like, the Pac-12 South to the North. Yeah. Um, well, in an actual headline that I read in Seattle was, Pac-12 is earning its reputation as an inferior football conference. <laughs> that was in the it's, Seattle Times. It's not yes. an incorrect statement. It's not. But I was I like, love it. Jesus <laughs> Well, but, yeah, we talked so, about on, on another episode, the Pac-12 is looking at selling off shares of the conference to raise funds because they're losing so much money. Yeah. Um, I really didn't see... Nike's only going to get so far. Yeah, I didn't see Larry Scott really thinking through bringing in the financial powerhouses of the University of Colorado and the University of Utah. But I digress. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Utah, I, they're I, a popular I pick think, to win this I conference. think Utah's going to win it. I, I really? Did, I, yeah. And that's who I went with, too. Yeah. I, I could say... Well, I could say I could see the two of them in the game. Yeah, I'll say I'll I'll say the Utes and Huskies in the game, but I I'm gonna have to disagree and go with Washington on this one. I mean, but you look at the Pac-12 South. Uh, USC just lost their starting quarterback for the year, mm-hmm. and they're going with another. They got Stanford this week. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Clay Helton sucks. I I have no idea what Lynn Swan. Okay, first I don't know what the the the, the chancellor, or the provost, or whoever the they have in charge of the university thought mm-hmm. thinking. You know what a great idea for an athletic director would be? Lynn Swan. That's the you know, guy. That's the guy. He's going to bring us a championship winning head coach. And he's like, no, we're just going to keep Clay Helton. It's just like, but you had you had Orgeron there before, who I don't think is a particularly good head coach. I would kill to have him coaching my positional players and as a recruiting coordinator. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. And I'm sure you'll yell at me later. I'll Probably. take I'll take my abuse. Um, <laughs> you you but, can't yeah. see it now, but Heather's staring daggers at Mike. <laughs> But how do you move from Orgeron to Clay Helton, who's just... It's definitely a downgrade. Yeah, it's a Magoo hire. Yeah. Like, you're in L.A. at yeah. the school. Or yeah. Not even the school, the football program. They like them more than the Rams and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on, dude. And then you got UCLA, who Chip Kelly's trying to... Who lost to Cincinnati last week. Not surprised. Not surprised. No, no. He, he's trying to reinvent everything he did at Oregon, and it's not working. No. <laughs> Um, and nobody in LA should have thought UCLA. Well, yeah. <laughs> so Heather, you have Washington. Washington. Mike and I have Utah. Utah. Uh, we'll see what happens. I just like schools that are allowed to use Native American, you know, names. Mm. So uh, in the Midwest, we got the Big Twelve. Uh, all offense, no defense, <laughs> anywhere to be found. No, listen. 
Are we are we not going to talk about Iowa State needing three overtimes <laughs> to beat Northern Iowa? <sighs> and and yet who, and yet and yet you know because it happens every year. You know but, Iowa State is going to pull off the upset of the year. Because yes, they do every they year. Do, yeah, because they do that every year. Yeah. Someone on their schedule is going to lose to Ohio to Iowa State. Yeah. And it's not going to be expected. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Iowa State's got one more year with Matt Campbell before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to poach him. Well, he, he, almost, he almost left after the uh, last season. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of what fell apart for them was that they just had a lot of missteps. There were a lot of fixable mistakes. And just a lack of expertise. Well, the thing is, Northern Iowa is is a good FCS team. They're they're constantly in the playoff. You know, yeah, at, at that but level. They but they're still an they FCS lost, so, team. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, they lost. They I, lost to UC Davis. I love, I love me some FCS football more than Mac. Oh, no, you first off, you can't get enough of action. <laughs> you really can't beat them in American Conference. Uh, that's the best money in football for me. Um, and I will I'm gladly. Personally, a bit of a whack girl. Myself, See, I can. But... Oh man, dude! When that was in the actual conference, holy shit! You wanted offense, man. Hawaii. So just real all day long. Real quick, <laughs> since we brought it up, Iowa State over Oklahoma or Texas? No, they're not being either this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Not gonna pull that up. No, nope, nope. don't okay. see it. Have you seen Ellie? Like literally, Texas's quarterback is just. I didn't see it coming. Like. The level of play that went from the beginning of the season mm-hmm. to the end. Yeah. Like, he's Tom Herman's kind of quarterback. And he's just it, – it's Texas is Texas. They, yeah. they can recruit their backyard and still have one of the top teams in the league. Yeah. Um, and then when you get to Oklahoma, yeah, let's 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 not discount, you know, the 508 yards Jalen Hurts had last Yeah, well, that's who I have. That's, I have Oklahoma taking the conference. Yeah. yeah. That's who I have, yeah. um, mostly because of – Jalen Hurts, I think that's going to be a really good fit. Let's go back to Texas for a minute. And you you brought up the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And somebody's team is harassing said quarterback. Listen, that's what we do best. Heading into the game. I think I saw something like 600 text messages to his cell phone today. Well, you know what? He needs to keep that shit on lock. (laughs) I mean, it is Louisiana, so you... Probably can't understand anything anyway. <laughs> well, you know what? That's why we do it via text. <laughs> you guys can't even spell go correctly. G-E-A-U-X. Listen, that is heritage. <laughs> that is heritage. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the SEC real quick. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to ask Heather's opinion on this, but let's turn to Mike. Texas LSU tomorrow. Who wins? We know Heather. We're, 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 we're pulling. Uh, just wait. No, I'm going to tell let you right now, I will let him LSU finally has a quarterback. Okay, finally. And you're welcome for that. You're welcome. Re- look at where yep. he learned his craft. OSU transfer. Okay. Um, but he has progressively gotten a lot more comfortable in that offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really showed during the bowl game last year where he had, what, like 276 in the air. Something like that. Uh, ran for like 60 yards, and yeah. he's not a mobile guy. He's not, no. Um, but, they, and, and, you know, LSU is always going to recruit good running backs. Um, you know, they're always going to have a stout offensive line because I don't know what they feed people down in Louisiana, but these guys just come in. They're like, yeah, I don't really need to lift weights. I'm already like 6'4", 320 pounds, and I have 10% body fat, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to pick guys up and throw them around. I mean, it, I think LSU's biggest problem this year is going to be coaching, mm-hmm. that it's going to be coaching. the talent. They, every year they have the talent to go toe-to-toe with anybody. Yep. But their coaching is what always gets them in trouble. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I could, I, I can honestly see him beating Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas is going in, you know, thinking that they're, they're, they're going to be Texas, you know, a couple years ago. Remember when they ripped off like six straight wins and they finished the year like what, seven and six, eight and five, yeah. you know? So I like LSU. You know what? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we know who you're picking in yeah, tomorrow's but, game. But I will say, though, I will say that probably um, this is going to be one of the bigger games for LSU yeah. this season because this, I feel like in this game, this is a pretty even match. It's almost like playing, like literally like playing a mirror image. Yeah. Mm. What they've got going on at Texas is very, very similar to what we've got going on over here. So I think that. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a really really good game to watch. It's not gonna be a big, like blowout or anything like that. I think what the current thing right now is like four to six point. Yeah, the spread. Favorite. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I think it's gonna be really close. But I do also I think it's just gonna be a big slugfest. Yeah. Between the two. I mean, that, you want a game like that at the beginning of the year, though. I I hate hearing people say you know your non conference schedule should be like where you get the tune ups. No. See no, if you, you need to see if you can punch at your weight. Right. And yeah. If you can't, that should temper your expectations the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, it's it's going to be a, a really good game regardless. Yeah. And so, like, even if LSU loses, it's not going to happen. But if it happens, <laughs> if it happens, I would rather lose like that. Yeah. You know where they worked their asses off and did what they. Well, did the thing is, do. even if, even if they lose it and they stay competitive throughout the rest of the SEC schedule, it doesn't knock them out. Exactly, you yeah, know, exactly. It, it, Texas is going to It's gonna not going to count against yeah. them. And, and it's the same thing with Texas. Yeah. It's not going to count they, against them. They've yeah. got to beat Oklahoma at that point. Yeah, well, yeah. And I was going to say that that's, that's Oklahoma's biggest challenge will be Texas. I mean, that's essentially going to be the championship game. Well, first off, I don't think the Big 12 should be playing a championship game without 12 teams. You should be busted up in the conferences. Exactly, yeah. And, like, I'm sure you saw the, the stupid commercial they had, well, every game counts. Dude, shut up, okay? Yeah. You're, it, it does. Like, seven out of your ten teams are afterthoughts. You know, I, I hate to tell you that. Um, if you have Kansas in your league, don't talk to me. That's what I'm saying. Um, speaking, of, speaking of KU. The Mad Hatter. Listen, listen. He got his first win. Yep. He got his first Over. win. Indiana State. <laughs> and listen, it's still a W, okay? Listen, I have a such a... A win is a win when you're a, Kansas. I, listen, I have such a love-hate relationship with Les Miles. Um, I hated the way that he was fired, but... Yeah, that was kind of bizarre. It was so... That was, oh, so man. It was just boosters getting meddling and all of that. And so, but... Um, no, so I kind of keep a side eye over to KU. <laughs> I, I, because I lived in Kansas, you know, for a little while at, yeah. at Fort Riley or whatever, so I, I, I'll go K-State usually yeah. for that conference, but I kind of keep an eye on KU. Well, that's less. the thing, like, nobody, there's no expectation in Kansas. Like, I think this is a great, like, springboard for Les Miles. Like, I don't think he's, honestly, I can see him just staying in Kansas like he did at Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah, I got this really bad team. I kind of made him better. I'm winning ten games a year. You know, and the thing is, and I'm getting paid. Yeah, and there's no expectation at yeah, Kansas. And, it's just and, go do your thing, man. And, yeah. and really, like, and over there too. Especially it's it's like team. coaching a, a, a top soccer game. Just yeah, just go. Yeah, just go <laughs> what you do. But I mean, like, it, that is a problem in the SEC of where you have boosters yeah. playing politics mm-hmm. with the coaches. And it's to and personally for me, I think feel like that's a detriment to the conference. Well, I don't even think that's just the conference issue. I, it, it's a that's a huge issue at all the Power Five schools. Yeah. Um, I don't really give a shit if you are Bill Gates rich. Yeah. You should not be dictating 
this coach's, this coach's job exactly. because he's he's trying to get paid too. Yeah. Okay, and it doesn't help when you know you have a skybox named after you and you get to make the call to his boss saying, nah, man, it's time for him to go. No. No, that's not. You know, no. I hate that. I, yeah, I, but he's not going to, yeah, but I, I, I don't feel like he's going to have that at KU. I think at KU, they're going to let him do his thing. Dude, if he wins four games, he's having a statue built. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah exactly. Exactly. You think he turns that program around, though? I, 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 ooh. Ooh. I can see him not 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 playoff contender around. I'm not okay. I'll, I'm I'll not tell you what. So, so, oh, but you're just saying bowl, having more wins, bowl than game, losses, bowl game. Yeah, not not, not I, can, this I year. can see him winning like seven games in four years, oh, like four years from now, yeah. winning seven games, and going to whogivesashit.com bowl, <laughs> that, that playing uh, South Central New Mexico State. Yeah, I can see him in that game. Okay, that let's go to the SEC where I feel Whoop. like we could probably spend an hour Both with won't. just Heather talking. I'll be good. Um, I'll be good. Four ranked teams in the top ten, two mm-hmm. more in the top twelve, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really Alabama. And then you've got Georgia, LSU, and then everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. That, yeah, that's the pecking order. And it, honestly, I, even then, you could probably, depending on how they play this year mm-hmm. um, and how Stoops does with the turnover he had at Kentucky, you probably could put Kentucky, not not Alabama, not Georgia, not LSU, but in that Maybe that four team. or five. So, so you, are you talking like... Ole Miss, Arkansas. Oh no, or? Ole Miss. Oh, no, 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 no. Ole Miss and Arkansas. I. Uh, you're they, talking more Florida. Have that like at like. The yeah, of the I, I, I just like Ole Miss. We, is, we talked at nauseum last week about how uh, Mississippi juice. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I. I. Hugh Freeze uh, killed that program. Mm-hmm. Any head of steam they had. He killed yeah. that program. What um, did I see about him today? Uh, he's the head coach of Liberty now. Yeah, but he's going to be coaching from, from a, a dent- hospital bed. No, in, it's in, a dentist in, chair this week. Yeah. It's a dentist chair in the the box. In the coach's box. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this now. It's not a surprise Hugh, uh, Hugh Freeze, the, the cheater, ends up with the grifter Falwell, mm-hmm. you know, in Lynchburg. And that's all I'll say about it. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to get too far. Yeah, I don't want to get in the weeds. Yeah. But he torpedoed any kind of momentum Ole Miss mm-hmm. had. And I, I, I can't remember the, the, the head coach's name. You know, he had the interim job and then yeah. got the full-time gig. I feel bad for him mm-hmm. because he – a good coaching hire at the college level requires some kind of recognition. Like, I, I see this guy. I know what job he had before. Yeah. This dude is just a blank slate – like, he's just like a blackboard, and you can just draw whatever you want. Like, he's an Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> okay, you can't recruit like that. No, you can't. Okay, no. especially when, although Mullen left and went to Florida, mm-hmm. they got a pretty good thing going in Starksville. Uh, Mississippi State is a lot better. They are. Than and they the were, like, when we were growing that, up. Yeah. You know? Or the mating calls. <laughs> 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 you need to listen to last listen, week, because I just went on a tangent I about cannot, how I Mississippi. Yeah, State. like, any time <laughs> that that team is on the TV, I have to mute it. Because of those fucking cowbells. My biggest issue with the SEC, though, is... And LSU did a great job. They, they scheduled a strong out-of-conference opponent this year. Oh, you mean... Mother Mary's School for the Poor? Oh, yeah. Immaculate Concession. And, and, yeah. and not only that, but they do it at the end of the season right before Auburn. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's it's brilliant, but how is that not counted against them? 
Every year, it's padding, Alabama. It's padding the stats. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't, I don't have as big of a problem with that at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. as I do where Alabama puts it. Well, I mean that that that's the thing though is I wish I get why FCS teams want to do it because they're going to get paid a million, a exactly. million and a half that'll yeah. help balance that athletic budget. Okay, but do it at the beginning of the get year. Down, no, even, no, 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 no. It's almost like it's it's almost like it's a um, like it's a little break. Right before you get to your really hard yeah. So you have shit. another bye week, essentially. No, but the thing no. is, no, the, 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 the selection criteria, you know, says it, it punishes, not punishes, but they don't take those wins against FTS teams into account. I mean, that's what's going to kill Army. And I know we're not talking independence, but Army plays at least two FCS teams a year because, let's face it, the DOD controls their travel budget. Yeah. Okay, that's why Stony Brook's always on there. They literally just hop in the car, go down the road. Mm-hmm. Okay, but... If Army continues to pop out 10, 11, 12 win seasons, mm-hmm. they're not going to be in a position to even be mentioned for a playoff or like an FCS or, you know, the uh, BCS Bowls or whatever mm-hmm. they call it now. Yeah. Okay. Because of those FCS yeah. wins. Um, like teams like Alabama, you don't need them. Like yeah. you don't. LSU doesn't need them. No. Like Ohio State, like they always schedule like an Ohio team, like Miami, Ohio, Kent State. Yeah. LSU. Got Cincinnati this yeah. weekend. Well, I mean, we'll do. don't, don't compare them to Kent State. Yeah. You know, but LSU will do Tulane or, or, or Louisiana Lafayette or yeah. uh, Louisiana Monroe. Whoop! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, which real quick, I I kind of want Texas to win this week simply so that Texas owns the state of Louisiana. Listen, I will throw this microphone. They beat Louisiana <laughs> Tech last year or last Thanks. week, last week, and if they beat LSU, that's listen, two wins against. If you Louisiana. hear a muffle, will, listen, it's because listen, Heather listen, shoved the microphone in its mouth. I'm taking my shoe off. <laughs> But no, like it, it bothers me that they do that. But like the the SEC is there is kind a of, reason for it. Yeah, there's the, a reason for the it. SEC is going through a period of I mean I I don't for lack of a better word gentrification. Yeah. Your your really good teams are cementing themselves at the top, and everybody else is playing catch up. And we mm-hmm. haven't seen the SEC like that in a long time. Yeah. Um, like I'm sorry. Let's get off the Gus Malzane train. I, I don't understand it, Auburn. Um, you're always going to be the bastard stepchild of that state. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Vandy's Vandy. Okay. Uh, I guarantee. I forget that they play in the yeah. SEC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, since James Franklin left, you have this really young, charismatic head coach who was winning mm-hmm. 10 games at Vandy or nine games at Vandy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he kind of got that program rolling, but when he left and turned it off to this new, uh, uh, well, the next coach, he's not new anymore. Um, you know, they get pumped over six-win season. And, I mean, that's got to be a kick in the pills. Yeah. Although I do appreciate when they play Tennessee tough. And that speaking of Tennessee, speaking of Tennessee. Let's go there. Lord. Okay. One of my very good friends is a Nebraska fan. And he, every year, this is Nebraska's year, every year. Mm-hmm. Nebraska is one of those teams from when we were in high school that was like the powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Nobody could beat them. Nobody yep. can touch them. They recruited the best players. They, you know, da 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 da. Right. God, but I'm, the thing I'm is, young. That, that was elementary school. For shut me. up. <laughs> okay. The game changed. Nebraska never caught up. Now I get it. Be excited about Scott Frost. You know all that. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna be playing for national championships every year. No. Tennessee is still living off the stuff they did. In the late nineties, yeah, you haven't really mattered in the they big scheme of things since. Yeah, and yeah. they're still living well, off you, of that. Even then, it's that's not what you live off. T. Martin was the quarterback that won the national championship in ninety seven. Yeah, T. Martin. Okay, like 
Tennessee, you don't matter anymore. No. You need to get comfortable with that. Oh, yeah. Especially since you're going to get... Or get better. Well, since, you know, since they're going to get their ass kicked at home to Georgia State. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really? Seriously? Come on, man. It never gets old. Uh, One of my my good buddies, Chuck Lee, huge Tennessee fan, he said, like, football season, all you see me is in the orange, right? And that is the most god awful, ugly. It is, orange. and I'm an orange fan. I, call I it, love. The I call it the creamsicle. It reminds me of the Tampa Bay uniforms. Yep. Yeah, like it is. But he awful. He put out on Facebook, "I am done. <laughs> I am not watching another Tennessee game. I, I'm, I just, I'm taking a time out." Yeah. He had to for his mental health. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I know, you know how what? he feels. Well, then you know what? I feel like the entire team needs to do that. Yes. <laughs> just take the season just off. Just take a mental health season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do what they need to do because whatever the shit they've been doing. Oh man, yeah, just, just just practice all year. Well, just look at <laughs> look at those head coaching hires. Lane Kiffin for the season. God, he spurns us. them and runs. Yeah. Okay. And then and then you get Butch Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who just oh my god, uh, how did he put it? The uh, uh, essentially we're we're gonna take a win from this loss. You know, we're winners at life. No, dude. And then, <laughs> this is not... No, we do not need your participation yes. here. <laughs> and then we get Pruitt, who was hired by... Uh, uh, what's the... Their old head coach at the AD now? Um, Phil Fulmer. Fulmer. Yeah. Fulmer. Who gets hired by Fulmer, and you're just like... Flip, what the hell are you doing, man? I thought, like... Listen, listen. They just need to change that orange to a little darker orange to represent the flaming pile of shit that they <laughs> That's what it needs to be. Yes. But, I mean, again, SEC is still... That's that, that's going to be Alabama's to lose. I mean, until Saban shows that he's only human. Which yeah. he's not. He's not ever and, going and, to. And this is going to go back to what you were saying earlier when I brought up Saban, like, and, and I hate to say, I hate to say it, but I mean, he's, he's a, he's probably the greatest college football yes, coach. Yes, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Like, he, he knows how to recruit talent, he knows how to utilize the talent, and he just knows how to just keep a tight leash and keep that machine working. Well, look at what he does. Right. He replaces his offensive coordinator every single yeah. year. We talked about that last yeah. week. And yeah. all they do is score points. Yeah. And then on defense... He goes on and gets five-star guys. Dude, you're sitting for two years. You don't have an option. You're going to sit for two years. Yeah. I'm going to start you for a year, and then you're going to the NFL. Dudes want this. Yeah. Because they're going to get a ring or two, and then they're going to go play in the NFL. Yep. I mean, the ability to do that, and literally there's only two coaches in NCAA that can do that right now, and that's Dabo and that's Saban. Yeah. They can talk these guys into sitting exactly. and waiting there, you know. Yeah. And it's it's nuts how they've managed to do that in this – in this more modern game. And let's face it, you know, 10 years ago, you had your haves, your have-nots, and then the spread came. Mm-hmm. The spread offense was the great equalizer. Yeah. Anybody can beat anybody at that point because yeah. you just spread the field, and I may not have the best athletes, but there's going to be holes in your defense, and I'm going to find them, and we're going to put the ball there, and my quarterback's going to go through, you know, throw for a bajillion yards mm-hmm. in one game. Yeah. Okay, but now you have these teams that play, and on top of that, Alabama plays a pro-style offense, so these guys are prepped to go to the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Right. But they're good that's enough. That's why, yeah, that's why their guys tend to translate very yeah. well into the NFL. Because a lot of a lot of college players don't. Yeah, especially a quarterback on the offensive line. Yeah, they, they struggle. Don't. They I mean, do, and, they, and let's they face it, Alabama well. could beat half the teams in the NFL. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going half. I, it, it's just it's a whole different game. 
Maybe not half. Miami's losing that game. Yeah, I say Miami. Yeah. And so, uh, so Oakland's Ar- losing that game. Arizona. Arizona's losing that game. Yeah, and I, I'd probably stop the list there. Maybe but. Jacksonville if... <laughs> maybe <laughs> so, yeah, I, but yeah it's it's it's, it's crazy how yeah. he can he can manage personalities and that's like that's the thing being a college head coach that is where you need to be you've got to manage personalities and you're the ceo that's why he didn't yeah and that's why he didn't work well at the dolphins yeah because yeah. you can't you can't do that in the nfl like yeah. the the players don't give a fuck yeah whereas in college like i said you can keep a tight leash on them and get them to do exactly what you want them to do because they, they're using you are getting them to the next level. Yeah, I mean that we've seen and that so, with some of the top college coaches. Spurrier did not do well. Saban mm-hmm. didn't do well. I mean that, that's why you see a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of these teams are sticking to, especially now, you know, the offensive coordinators that are maybe not established in the NFL, but they got two good years of production, yeah. and that's what they roll with. Yeah. It doesn't pay to go after college head coaches. The games are too way too different. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so for the SEC title game, I have Georgia Alabama. I mean, yeah. there there's really no other options yeah. there. LSU and, and LSU can't, can't get over Alabama no. to get there. Yeah, yeah it's it, with Alabama, Alabama and LSU. It's it's a head game. Yeah. It'd be a different story it if is. LSU was in the other division. Yeah. Then we then we'd be talking LSU or Georgia, but yeah, but I I have Georgia and Alabama, and actually I can't I couldn't pick. No, I. I I couldn't pick. I don't. I, I. I. I'll probably give the edge to Alabama. Yeah. I just. But think, I just. I like what Georgia's been doing the last. Georgia's yeah, been doing great years. things, and in yeah. any other conference, they'd be dominating everyone. Well, and what last season they had a great season, and yeah. then for some reason they just shit the bed at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I. I. I Georgia. I, I mean, I hate to say I this. I see the potential. Yeah. There. Again, it comes down to coaching. Mm-hmm. How how do you outcoach Nick Saban and his staff? I these teams just can't do it. Uh, I mean, like that's always been the knock against Orgeron. He can recruit these guys. Yep. He can. He's a great position coach. Mm-hmm. But as the head man, he showed that at Old Miss. Yeah. He cannot scheme. Yeah, and it gets him in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I can't remember what LSU game it was last year, but it was like towards the end of October. But it was still like 85, 90 degrees, one hundred twenty percent humidity down mm-hmm. in the swamp. And he's like got the he's not rotating anybody out, and he yeah. had half his team getting IVs on the sideline. It's like, yeah. dude, substitutions are good then. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that's why you recruit two and three deep, and you have the scholarship numbers at the college level to do that. Yeah, do it. Yeah, you know it just he gets him like he's I don't know it's like well I got this great game plan so uh, you know I'm gonna go ahead and do this and then he game time hits he's like oh man I don't know if this is gonna work. You know? <laughs> I appreciate you not making him sound like Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's finish up with the conference most dear to our hearts, uh, the Big Ten. Uh, obviously, my Homer attitude wants wants to say OSU runs this conference. No, not this year. <laughs> but, but I will admit we've got a new coach. We've got a new quarterback. Yep. Michigan's back on the rise. Penn State's Penn State's a solid team. Okay. Okay, listen, I really do not need you to throw up on my new jeans. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. And I mean, and we still managed to lose one game that we definitely should. Whether it was Iowa, whether it was Purdue. Uh, this this year's gonna be rough the Buckeyes. Um and I've screened this from the mountaintop. 
since the end of last season, and um, Justin Fields transferred. Mm-hmm. He couldn't beat out the starter down in Georgia. He couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so YCL Universe. Uh, and he, he looked good last week. He In the first 10 minutes especially. Yeah. but He the, did everything. As, it, as the game drug on, his footwork's bad, which is really going to impact uh, Day's offense because we saw what Ryan Day was capable of the first four games when Urban was out. Right. Mm-hmm. But the minute Urban came back, he stuck his dick in the Kool-Aid and our offense just kind of... <laughs> You know, unless Dwayne was chucking the ball 40 times a game, which I don't like to see. It's not smart, especially when you play in Ohio come November. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, Ohio State's not a playoff team this year. Uh, I really don't see us win in the East in the Big Ten, but I also don't see Michigan doing it either. Mm-hmm. Um, Harbaugh, like, I don't give a shit that he graduated from Michigan and he's this, you know, second coming of Bo fucking Schembechler. The guy shits the bed every year, and he has every year. Yep. This is Penn State's year. This really is. James Franklin has recruited out of his mind to Happy Valley. Mm. When he just coaches and stops trying to be, like, analytical, mm. he dominates teams, you know? Like, if he just goes out there, schemes well, which he's got the capability of doing, but it's almost like he's got Ed Orgeron disease where he's like gets down on the sideline like, hmm, I'm just going to change my mind again. Listen, can you please not? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just taking every opportunity he, is, he, he can really is. He's, to he's, shit on Orgo. Yeah, he is. Um, I just said nice things about him. I feel him. like he's playing, like, you know that Price is Right game where you have to punch into the thing with the little, little paper, you know, and you get, like, four or five punches? I feel like that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, but I don't want to get hit back, so please don't hit me. <laughs> I, won't, I won't throw up on your jeans and you don't hit me. So. <laughs> Deal. Deal. But, like, I really think it's Penn State's conference to lose this year Mm. I I don't like anything in the west Uh, Nebraska like we were like I was saying Scott Frost it's great you know he went back to Nebraska after coaching out of his mind at Central Florida you still don't have the tools you need to win the conference what about Iowa Uh, they let they it seems like they have this great team at the beginning of the year and then it just sparks out oh yeah and they end up winning against. I can see that. I, I do enjoy their their new tradition. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, turn yeah, around that's the yeah. hospital. Yeah. That is awesome. It, yeah, it's one of the best new traditions in yeah in oh, yeah, football. Like, it, it may be yeah. one of the best traditions. Yeah. With with, with all the with all the let's bring out the turnover chains and the knuckle rings. Exactly. And the belts. Yeah. Let's not tradition. make it about let's us for a minute. That. But that yeah. kid thing, dude, that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Anything is both teams get it on. That's what I like. Yeah, it's, it's not exactly. just an Iowa centric yeah, thing. It's yeah, just, everybody's it's into it. Everybody does there. it. It's whoever is there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely. I mean, they they do. They Iowa will come out with all this hype, and then they have, yeah, they have such great <laughs> momentum, <laughs> and, they and went, then all of a sudden it just whoop, yeah, it you just know? stops, and they're and they're eight like, game winners. You know. Yeah, it's like somebody like like just immediately. Throws on the emergency brake, and then it's, yeah. that's it. I mean, so, it, the thing is, I, I like what Pat Fitzgerald's done at Northwestern. Like, that guy always seems to win, like, 8 to 10 games every year, and nobody knows it. Uh, it might be because he plays in Evansville, you know, mm-hmm. in, you know Illinois, but um, I don't see them coming out of the wet. Like, the Big Ten's kind of... I was going to say, eh, I mean, the, the, yeah, year. well, that's, that's actually what I have in my notes, was that Big Ten was meh yeah. for the first week. Like, there wasn't really anything that... I mean, the biggest surprise was Maryland beating up on Howard 79 nothing. Well, it's it's Howard. Well, no, but well, it's Maryland. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you had you had Northwestern and Stanford though. Yeah. That was a decent game. Yeah. Well, it's two nerd, two nerd schools. Two nerd schools. Yeah. Rather, you I know hate Stanford. Do you though. know what would have been more entertaining than that game though? Watching them both do like quantum physics rather than actually playing football. <laughs> like stay in your uniforms at desks. Listen, listen, you know. Big, Big Ten is my least favorite conference. We know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, but uh, but one of my favorite jokes is out of the Big Ten. What's that? Actually, I learned it in Kansas, mm. so of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course What's saying. that? Oh, what does the N stand for on their helmets? Knowledge. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. I like it. Uh, but yeah, I'm just the Big Ten is 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 very it's going this is gonna be a down year. Yeah. This is going to be a down meh. year. Just meh. Uh because I I I don't see like I said, I don't see Ohio State winning more than nine games this year. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um but I also don't see Michigan beating us. Yeah, I, I, just, I mean, Michigan's got the hardest schedule of the the top tier of. Okay, Big Ten that's teams. all well and good, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm still Shea Patterson isn't the quarterback that's taking the national title game. No. They got um, Iowa, Ohio State, Penn State, and Notre Dame this year. Yeah, I, we didn't talk about the independents. Well, no, oh, okay. Let's let's just shoehorn this one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Army's going to have the best record out of the independents. Okay. Notre Dame. Uh, I am so sick of Notre Dame. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I am so sick of people just just gobbling that. Talking about teams living yeah, on fight ass glory. Dick all oh, day. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, stop. Like, Rudy was forever ago. <laughs> Let it die. Yeah, Timmy Rice. You are not that team. Yeah, Timmy Rice and Tim Brown, those late no. 80s teams, those are gone. Like, Lou yeah. Holtz isn't there anymore. They are constantly so overranked. Yes. Consistently overranked. And I think I think that last uh, BCS National Title game showed that. They yes. are completely outclassed by they Alabama. Are completely. Absolutely. I mean, Manti Tao's fake girlfriend could have been the 12th man on that defense <laughs> and not stop them. Listen, she and I had a great time. <laughs> a few times. Okay, but listen, but I can't I can't say really anything because he's a saint now. Yeah. <laughs> he's a saint now. So I really kind of have to like hold my tongue a little bit. But yeah, like. <sighs> but I mean, it's just like BYU, they're. They're they're kind of like on the up and up again. I really see them getting gobbled up by a conference eventually. I, I yeah. don't I don't understand why they went out on the independent side when the whack you know mm-hmm. and they wanted to leave the Mountain West, which I, I thought was a really good fit. Uh-huh. Um, but if if you there's a lot of college football analysts that are saying you're going to see more realignment again. Yeah, like these these Power Five conferences are going to go to sixteen teams, and then the Big Twelve is going to be kind of like okay, we either do one of two things: expand or we bust up. Yeah. Um, but I really think you'll see that happen mm-hmm. because there's just no room to be an independent and try and shoot for that championship yeah, exactly. you know, getting into that playoff. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame can live off that and, and then get shellacked in the playoff. I don't give a shit because honestly, like you said, they are consistently overrated. Yeah. And Brian Kelly it thinks he's some kind of genius. And it's like, dude, you get outcoached in big games all the Every time. Year. We'll see that in two weeks at Georgia. Oh, Notre you? Dame oh, at Georgia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, no. Well, I mean, dude, Georgia is the new running back you. They yeah. seem to put out two or three running backs every two yeah. years that are, yeah. are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually interested to see what Holyfield's kid does. Yeah. Because he's playing for the Panthers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they, they always seem to have a good runner. Uh, their quarterback, I, he has these moments of just, like, holy shit, that throw was amazing. Yeah. And then he 
you know, has this brain fart, then, yeah. you know, um, but I mean, I guess, you know, that, that, that kind of maturity will come and he'll get better, but I just, uh, Notre Dame can't stand up with the Georgias. Honestly, I don't think they can stand up with the LSUs. I don't think they can stand up. Michigan. Know, with, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Like, well, no, Harbaugh will figure out how to way to lose that game. <laughs> But you so, know, I feel like you're saying that from a place of bias. Though. No, he does. Harbaugh always seems to like drop these games when he's got a lead. That's what kills me. Michigan will get out to these leads, mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened to Jim Harbaugh because when he played, dude, they could be up. The Colts or or the Bears could have been up by thirty points. Mm-hmm. He's audibly out of a out of a dive to go for a sixty yard pass. Okay, mm-hmm. like the foot was never off the gas. As since he got to Michigan, that's what it seems like. He gets this lead, and he's like, "No, we're just gonna pump the brakes." You know, play yeah. really conservative, and then it comes back and bites him in the ass. And here's you know? the thing: I want to give Harbaugh credit. I want to. Why? I can't. I hate Jim. Harbaugh. I can't. I can't. Har- Harbaugh Meyer was supposed to be Woody Bow version two. Yeah. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. He lost all four games to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Meyer outcoached him across the board. They put up the single highest single, the single highest one game <laughs> total yeah. on Michigan. When they were supposed to be the defensive team of the yeah. year, I've never they been, hung sixty three on. Harbaugh. I've never been so happy, and I have two children. <laughs> <laughs> the single most points ever given up in by Michigan in regulation was yeah. last year. Ohio, Ohio State, State Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, this this wasn't the good old days in mm-hmm. the thirties where you know people are throwing up. It's it's different game. Mm-hmm. This was twenty eighteen. Yeah. Harbaugh. I, I just, uh, he, I don't. If he, he doesn't win this year, is he gone? Oh, yeah. I don't think you can keep him. I don't think you can. Um, because let's face it, he loses that Ohio State game. He's not going to a playoff, even if that's his only loss. It's not going to happen. It's too late in the season. Yeah. It's too fresh in everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. And you lost conference championship. And we saw what happens when you pass over the conference champion to go to another team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. It doesn't work well. The optics are horrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't win Ohio, if he doesn't beat Ohio State, he doesn't win that game. He's gone. I don't think you, dude. As as, as a you know the school like in Michigan, that's how they look at themselves. Right. This great football tradition. Yeah. Da, da da da. You haven't won anything. Okay, you haven't won a national title since ninety eight, I believe. Something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Um. They yeah. haven't beat Michigan. They beat. They beat Ohio, Ohio State, State once in the last decade. fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a tradition at that point, dude. Like sorry. Um, you might. Have oh, so that so does that mean that LSU has a tradition too? Of course, of beating Ohio State. Of course. Once in years. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Afghanistan when that happened. Oh, I was in New Orleans. Oh, it hurt me so deep. <laughs> I was in New Orleans for that game. Listen, you're welcome for Joe Burrow. No, shut up. No, just do your job and beat Alabama. Finally, have a quarterback for the first time in like ten years. You're welcome. It, what, I think. I think what really I wasn't surprised that he transferred because he knew, like, he wasn't going to get the play time. Yeah, he was not going to get the play time. And I, I, I like that players have that opportunity now. Although oh, oh, what the NCAA is doing to him is ridiculous, and I don't get that. But. You know, those first few games he was playing, he looked so uncomfortable. And just as the season went on, mm-hmm. you could tell he got the playbook down. Uh-huh. And then you got to see, like, the high school phenom that was yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm i always going to have a soft spot for Burrow. So you've got Penn State over... Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't, I don't care. Like, the, the Big Ten West is junk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather, who do you got out of the Big Ten? Uh, I'll, I'll go Penn State. 
I know it's going to make me sound like a homer, but until somebody proves us wrong, I still went with Ohio I State. Have, I have, I, you know, I actually have Ohio State. I have, I, I have, I have Ohio, Ohio State, State over Iowa. But listening, doing Matt this. Matt changed your mind. He did. He, he swayed me. I'm he persuasive. Me. All right. Real quick, let's wrap up with college I'm football. Smith. <laughs> let's wrap up with college football. Let's do our picks for... They call it the playoff. I know you don't like that term. Playoff. Playoff in quotes. Heather, who are you for? You know what? I don't have one. I think it's too early in the season no. to determine that. I mean, obviously you have your clear favorites. It's Alabama, Clemson, Al- yeah. one, two, whoever, which way. And then, yeah, and, and then the other two, meh. Like, it, I think it's too early in the season yes. to make those kind of calls. Clemson, one, okay. Yep. Alabama, two. I just think Dabo's got the better squad this year. Yeah, I really do. And it's, I like Trevor Lawrence. And he's got the better quarterback. I like Trevor Lawrence, but I like Tua. Yeah. Uh, but then Penn State, I just think James Franklin got passed over the year we got just boat raced by Clemson. Yeah. Um, and then Oklahoma. Um, I, I can see Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts just, just has too much experience already. And he mm-hmm. showed, this is what I can do in Lincoln Riley's offense. I dare anybody to stop me. Yeah. Okay, 508 yards. You don't shake your dick at 508 <laughs> yards. Yeah. You just don't. Um, but I I just I think it's going to come down to Bama and Clemson again. Yeah. I just I, And I, this is what the yeah. third or fourth yeah. matchup with them. But the yeah. thing is it's going to be that way until some other team can, ch- can chase them, exactly. you know, catch them. Yeah. Who who do you think's the closest? Oh god, dude. Um is there a team that can compete with those? No, two? because there's yeah. no there's no programs that are built to compete the way those two are. Yeah, I mean, I I, I bleed scarlet and gray, but yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Until Ryan Day shows me I can win big games, like you're still first. There's not. Coach, there's you know? not. There's not that level of consistency. Yeah. From anybody else. Yeah. I I got I got Clemson one, Alabama two. I went with Oklahoma three, and. I couldn't go with the Pac-12 champion. My, no. my my Big Ten champion is Ohio State, so I have them there. I will grant you, if Penn State comes out of there, Penn State gets it. Oh, man. Dude, honestly, I don't want to see Clemson in the playoff game again. Uh, yeah. I'm still shell-shocked. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> but until Penn State beats them, I, I've got to go with my Big Ten champion. Hey, man. I, you, you know what? Have fun with that. I'm okay going to the Rose Bowl this year, just like I was last year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let let's uh let's talk Woodpeckers baseball. Woodpeckers, yes. Uh, I made it to two games this week. Uh, I got the second game of the doubleheader. Yep, you we uh, we made it to the second game of the playoffs. Uh, the season wrapped up, and it was not without its drama. Oh yeah, uh, you'll, you'll like this, Heather. <laughs> final game of the season. Uh, Papierski rifles a shot down the right field line. It's called foul. Uh, Everybody in the stadium disagrees. The first base coach throws a tantrum. First off, let's not call it a tantrum. This is a form of performance art. <laughs> oh, it's it, that good. It, 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 it is one of those. It's up there with like the Lou Pinella fits. And Billy Martin. It, it's up there because he throws this fit, goes into the dugout, grabs a trash can, and puts it behind home plate. To replace the umpire <laughs> and is promptly ejected from the game. Yes, <laughs> that is a level of salty I can yes. get behind. I told yes. you, performance <laughs> art. Uh, so, like, we're talking like 
bad boy tennis John McEnroe type yeah. of yeah. antics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trash can in place of the ump. He told him exactly what he thought of that yep. call. Love it. Um, so we wrapped up the season. We won the division. Yep. Uh, well, for the second half. Um, and the playoffs started. Sort of. Hurricane Dorian comes in. And again, I'm using quotes for Hurricane Dorian along mm-hmm. the East Coast United States. I'm not making light of what happened in the no. Caribbean. Nope. And even, but, you know, the coast got pounding a little bit. Yeah. But... Fayetteville, we <laughs> overreacted. We did. And we rescheduled Game 2 to be a doubleheader same day as Game 1. Now, keep in mind, these were seven... They went from nine to seven innings. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Three nothing down east in the in the opener yeah. in the opener we we put together a grand total of three hits yeah um, <laughs> including here's a good one including a play that made Sports Center yes uh, Miguel Angel Sierra mm-hmm. sends a shot into left field over the over the over, over the, the wall, wall. Over the home wall. run sort of. Wait, I'm sorry. Sort uh, of. Sierra misses home plate. That's what the ump claimed. Uh, this is amateur hours. And what this the, is. <sighs> we were already down three nothing. It might have started a comeback, but Sierra misses home plate. Yep. And the uh, the the Wood Ducks called them on it. Yeah, they did. They called it from the from the dugout. Said so he missed it. Instead of three one, it's three nothing. With a man on third, right? No, no, it was an out. Oh yep. shit! <laughs> because you can see in the replay, they they threw the ball to the catcher. Catcher steps on home plate. Oh, and he's called out. There's a lot of debate on Fayetteville, in Fayetteville whether or not he actually missed the plate. Uh, but it's 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 clear as day that the umpire is staring at home plate when this happens. Mm-hmm. He knows that that he missed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we came back. Yeah, one game, game two. two, three nothing. Jeremy Pena hits a two run home run. Yeah, but that wasn't the best part of the night. It was it was definitely the pitcher. That what? that kid uh Harmon, number thirty eight, starting pitcher for the Woodpeckers game two. Right. He pitched a contact, induced a lot of good ground ball outs. Uh, I will give number two for the Wood Ducks a lot of props. Second baseman. Yeah, that dude was a black hole. Like this guy, I can't remember who it was, hit this shot. And I was like, yeah, I get like great single, but it, like I see him like start cycling around the infield. I'm like, there's no fucking way he caught that. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, and he he had a couple other good snags. Like yeah. he's a really good defensive second baseman, I'll give him that. So we split we split uh, the opener, one one. Yeah. Game three was supposed to be tonight. Unfortunately, Kimston did get quite a bit of rain yeah. for the hurricane. Their field's not in great shape. They're playing another doubleheader tomorrow. <laughs> So games three and four will be there. If a team wins both games, series is over. Yep. Uh, and they head to the championship. But game five is Sunday if necessary. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, Fayetteville's been playing down east really well. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. They've played each other, what, like nine, ten times in the last 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, I mean. They're really familiar with each other. At the at this point, uh, down east won the first Six or seven games in the first half of the season, but since then I think it's about an even split. Well, I on mean, the season, they, the big thing for the Woodpeckers is like they go through these streaks of offense. Like the pitching's there; they've got really good pitch. I mean, it's a Houston Astros organization. Yeah. They they yeah. pitch well, 
But some of these guys, man, it's just it's like the first time they've picked up a wooden bat. That's how yeah. that looks sometimes. Yeah. Um, but against you know, you, you have to be able to hit to yeah. support your pitching. And you know, when your first hit is a home run where you miss the fucking home plate, like come on, like that that shouldn't be mm-hmm. you know, um, you've got to be able to generate offense. That's I mean, yeah. I, I they did really well in game two. They were actually getting guys on base, they were stealing bases, they were trying to move runners. They they yeah. started to actually play small ball, which yeah. the Woodpeckers don't do. They don't bunt. They don't run well. It's hits and home you runs. You don't bunt in the American League, Tim. We have the designated here. <laughs> Bunting is for pitchers. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> not sorry. No, not at all. Not at all. But we want to see some championship ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know what, man? Chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. Right? That's what they do. They dig the long ball. Yeah. And on the Or f- dudes. It just depends on what you're into. You know? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I want Fayetteville to pull this off because I think it'd be great day one of next season. Yeah. Putting a pennant up. Mm-hmm. I'll be you know? there for that. I mean, I just, I think it's good. Uh, like, you can you can ask Tim. I was very hesitant about Same. Fayetteville getting this team mm-hmm. because, like, too. it is a military town and you're going to have a lot of population turnover yeah. and it's kind of hard to build. And this is Fayetteville's third crack at minor league baseball. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, they're like third or fourth in attendance. You know, people are there. I, I would have wanted more people to show up for like a playoff game. Yeah, but I get but I it. Think people are still evacuated. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there were less than two thousand tickets sold for the playoff game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think what because I'm same same thing here. Like I was very hesitant about the whole woodpeckers thing because I was like, God, we don't need it. Like why? But I had so much fun. But that's that has been like the the most consistent thing that I have heard from other people. Have you made it to a game? Not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. I tried, but it just didn't work out. We'll have to take one together next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. The three of us. And so, um, but yeah, but like it's consistently been like people are having a great time and. Like, I do feel like it, it is something that is is doing some really good work mm-hmm. in Fayetteville. Yeah, yeah. Of bringing people together and, you know, and, and having that big thing that everybody can get behind. Yeah, and it's a good, it's a, they make it a good stadium experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stadium is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we talked nice. about it. And if you're, like, one of those people that might not be in the baseball, but it's like you're going with a group of friends... Um, you know, you can go play cornhole. They got like that little area. Healy's. Yeah. And the, the bar, the kids yeah. area. Is, yeah. I, yeah. Know, I heard that it's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, like, and I just, I don't know. I, I feel like this has a totally different vibe mm-hmm. compared to all of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The woodpeckers are doing it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they've done a lot more to succeed than like the Patriots did, which had mm-hmm. NBA backing. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we've, Ran through three professional indoor football teams since I've been here mm-hmm. in five different leagues. Yeah. Um, I mean, we still have the Marksman, but they just rebranded, went through an ownership change. Yep. Okay. And we'll be we'll we'll be watching them closely this yeah, year. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I mean, you just you, you look at a lot of the opportunities for professional sports in especially in this part of North Carolina, it's limited. So it's nice to see uh, the organizational plan that has like given us this yeah. you know i mean we've got a nice stadium it's downtown uh you know there's been it's some, worked out a yeah, lot better yeah, than yeah. i thought it was oh yeah I, when they were putting it up i was like there's no way i don't understand <laughs> it like why of all the places like why did you like shoehorn it 
in between an aging hotel and a museum. Well, they're redoing the hotel. <laughs> like, they literally, like, shoehorned it yeah. in there. They've redone the hotel to apartments. I wish we yeah. had that on video. I really did. The, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the little there's shoehorned. Hand motions. There's hand uh, motions for Maybe when, next time Heather's on, we, we do some Instagram live videos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so but so yeah, I I I've, I've converted. Yeah. I've convert, even though I haven't been to a game, I like I, so I can't speak I mean, from experience. But, but no, it, it'd everything be great. I've yeah. heard about it has been phenomenal. And the thing is, it's it's not you're not going broke doing it. No, yeah, you know? that's what I. Cause I, I mean, was, I had I was club seats. About, I had club seats last or for Sunday's game, and those are twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, that, for and club seats with a private bar, private bathrooms, padded exact, seats. Yeah, like that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I won't so, complain about the seats at Segra anyway. I no. they are not one of those like flat. They you can actually get if you got yeah. an ash, it's got a place for it. And yeah. it, it, it's, know, it's it's great it's because if you have a general admission seat and you don't like your seat. Move because they have so many different seating options out exactly. there. They've got the berm, which is like sitting on a grassy hill. Yep. They've got rocking chairs. They've got bar stools. They've yep. got a whole bunch of options out yep. there, and it's great. Yep. Real quick, looking with one eye towards the potential championship series, uh, Salem had a chance to clinch against Wilmington today, but Wilmington did pull it out, so that series is 2-1. Okay. Um, We'll see what happens this weekend with the Woodpeckers and the Down East Wood Ducks. Um, I, I'm sorry. I know we're Woodpeckers fans. You I, love the dude. I love the acronym DUDE and their rebranding. Down East Wood year. Ducks. Well, it's, it's upsetting. Yeah. Wait, I'm, it's the what? The Down East Wood Ducks. Dude. The acronym is DUDE. Uh, and it's amazing. But those orange and green jerseys. Oh, are Jesus. awful. The yeah. internet's bad. They were they were green jerseys and orange hats, bright orange hats. Um, it didn't go as well together as like the Hurricanes pull it off down in Miami. That green and orange ish, but it's it was it was bad. Yeah, um, it, it you can tell they kind of mailed in the uh, uniforms this year since they're changing names next season. <laughs> but. That'll bring this episode to a close. Heather, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, you're coming back whether you want to or not. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, will, I will make sure I have the appropriate weapons at my disposal. <laughs> Meeting an LSU jersey because I won't come near you if you're wearing that. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowd at gmail.com. For Mac, I'm Tim. Thanks for cheering with the hometown crowd. <laughs>